Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. We've taken a bit of time off after the end of uh, The Mandalorian, just to kind of, well, we had to finish marking our assignments. The end of school more end of than school. the end of yeah. Mandalorian, That's though they right. did coincide this year. Yeah, they worked out. Yeah. So we were watching that as we were marking our assignments, then we had to finish marking. But now we are back to talk about some more Star Wars stuff. Uh, Kenton, how you doing? I am good. Tonight, tonight's uh, the award ceremony yeah. where we... Uh, I'm surprised any students won any awards, to tell you the truth, but I, apparently <laughs> oh, some did. Ha, 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 ha. No, very but, good students yeah, yeah. won awards today, actually. I yeah. Say. They were, some nice people won some nice awards, and we're going to go there, And uh, but still, school's not over after that for us. No, we still have some meetings, bloody yeah. meetings, and stuff like that, and that's fine. It's all part of it, yeah. uh, but we're going to continue watching uh, Star Wars. I saw, we're going to talk about the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary, which yeah. I went to see in the theater on my birthday. Uh, it was my birthday weekend, rather. It wasn't actually on my birthday. And uh, you watched Visions, yep. uh, which I've only watched a few episodes of, but you're going to talk about what you thought of it. Um, Just yeah. the overall arc of uh, how the season went. And uh, I don't think we need to get into finely detailed stuff or spoiler territory, but just the general sort of feeling about it. Yeah, maybe some other things as well as we yeah. finish up the podcast. Oh, so. I'm sure there's al- there's always stuff about Star Wars to be discussed. Yes, so. we do yes. a we do a last minute Google as before we finish <laughs> up, just to make sure there's no news, nothing, nothing's been announced just before. We there's finish always recording. Star Wars yeah. news, and yeah. if there isn't Star Wars news, someone will make it up, yes. and then we'll, and then we have to debunk it or something <laughs> because that's always. Yeah, I mean, really, you could do. You could do limitless podcasts on uh, on Star Wars related stuff just because there's so much of it. It never fails that we finish recording Star Wars nerds and then you text me a couple hours later going new yeah. trailer for this or something yeah. and then oh man we could have talked oh, about that. And now yeah, I just remembered something. Um, I had a family member discover some some Star Wars toys uh, that they now want to sell uh, in just cleaning out a house. So nice. I'll mention yeah I'll just. Tell everybody what they found, and Sounds that'll good. be fun to d- discuss as well. Um, okay, but first, I went to see Return of the Jedi, the 40th anniversary edition. I'd completely forgotten it was the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi yeah. because, the, I mean, the first one was in 2017. I was running Fan Quest that year. We did a social, we did a Star Wars themed social. Yeah. Um, and there was, a, you know, we were kind of selling. I don't, did I go, did they re release it in the theaters? This I was the remember. first. This Which anniversary was this? Are we talking Well, this about? is all 40th the... of all the trilogies. So, seven, oh, seven, the 17th of the 40th of actually Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Was there a theatrical release? I don't remember going to see it in the theater. There may have been an IMAX or something. It may have been limited. I don't think they did a full. I don't remember. And of course, the the 30th anniversary or the um, the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back happened during the pandemic, so nothing Mm -hmm. happened really. They did a a release, or I I have a poster actually, a really nice poster of Empire Strikes Back that my son got me for Christmas. Mm. And so this was probably the first re-release of an original Star Wars movie in many many years. I don't think I've seen these in the theater since I want to say like the special edition. Yeah. Right, that's when they in '97 when they came out. I got to think about that. It's been a yeah. I that's probably right. right. I don't think I've seen it since then. Uh, it's the same movie essentially. They didn't really add anything to the 40th anniversary edition. Uh, you I mean don't the, think so. The, the awkward CGI, you yeah, mean, in the special yeah. editions. Yeah, the well, in, yeah. in Return of the Jedi specifically, there's uh, a couple of things. I mean, they add a little beak to the Sarlacc uh, to make it a little more animated and some extra tentacles. I think uh, they have the 
music scene. Is, and it's funny because we yeah. during one of our meetings, one of our colleagues was talking about seeing it. And he's like, I don't remember that music scene from when I was a kid. I'm like, no, no, that was not in there. No. <laughs> that was an extra thing that, that they That added. hasn't aged well. That not at all. No, no. That, that's too bad that that scene's in there, actually. Yeah. Because I do, I, I appreciate the first one. Oh, and we can't forget No Yub Yub song anymore. No Yub Yub song, a new ending song and a more like inclusive ending of everybody. You see Coruscant, you see different planets where they're celebrating the end of the uh, empire um and it really that kind of leads directly into the mandalorian when you think yeah. about it uh and it also of course includes the submission substitution of um hayden christensen as anakin instead oh, of right. uh sebastian shaw but so that, that new agey zamfir flute at the end <laughs> I, it, I it, like you it. know it's never really done it for me in the way yub yub <laughs> did but but i still think and i know i understand why they put it in there because yub yub is specifically to to endor and to the and to the Ewoks there, yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't have the Ewoks singing as we look at other places that are celebrated. You could even fade it out slowly sure. as we see the other places. I don't think that new agey flute thing was ever like. <laughs> I, I think that was just a mistake. Well, maybe very much of its uh, time as well. Everything yeah. that's added was done in the late '90s, and they're kind of like. It was, I don't know, and they were very much about the prequels of that. Yeah. So, of course, they include Naboo. We haven't seen Naboo since the prequels, but they include, oh, maybe we did yeah. in, the, in the Clone Wars, who knows. But that's, you know, they include that scene and, and you know, these different places that really weren't relevant to uh, the original trilogy at all, but they're relevant to the movies and everything else that will come later on. So, but it was fun. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. great seeing. I love those three battles happening at once. Uh, Luke and his father, of course, and then the space battle, and then the Ewoks taking on the stormtroopers. So good. I love the Ewoks. I don't think there's any problem with no. them or, or whatever. No. Um, even the fact that they can't blink is apparently an issue with some people. I don't notice that at all. They're an alien species. Like I, I don't understand <laughs> the getting into the. Well, now they do blink, and they used to not blink. I oh, think is that what happened? Idea. Okay, I don't but, know. But I don't it's care. like who. Or, like, of all the things. Well, maybe okay. Lucasfilm doesn't need to worry about that. <laughs> just... Whatever it anyway. is, but yeah. Yeah, but I really had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love that movie. It's one of the most watchable Star it's Wars. It's my favorite. Star it's my Wars favorite movie. one out of the original trilogy. And Mark Hamill, uh, that's his finest moment, I think, that, that film. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Luke, and uh, I love the Vader taking his mask off, which could have been terrible. There's, there, I mean, there's just so much great stuff. I think they added one thing I noticed, and I don't know if this was oh. in the previous version of the special edition, but there's a, definitely a no when uh, that wasn't there in the original version when he, when Darth Vader grabs the Emperor and throws him over the right. rail. There, he didn't say, at one point he says no and grabs him and throws him, but I don't think that was originally in there. I don't think so. Just want, they want to make it clear that he yeah. was making the decision to save his son, it, you know. Right. I unless unless there is a confusion. <laughs> but that's no, Here's that's I, I I do think yes, that audio those audio cues changed and you also just reminded me that I believe they also removed Darth Vader's eyebrows uh when he takes the mask off. I think oh. there once at one point he had eyebrows <laughs> oh, no. and now he does not because Why? they burned off. Oh, they burned because off of course. <laughs> Mustafar burned them off. So he shouldn't have Well, I mean, who's to say if eyebrows grow back or not, but well, they, I, they do don't not, no. because they've shown yeah. Hayden Christensen in yeah. the, without the mask now, and he doesn't have eyebrows. So they have to be consistent. With I think the eyebrows. I actually think Sebastian Shaw's performance is excellent for the brief yeah. amount of time he's in there. Um, I, there's just so much great stuff in Return of the Jedi, and it just gets going. That's what I like about it. Just it's gets got, going. I think it's got the best opening yeah. third of any of them, as yeah. far as that whole Tatooine adventure. And then they move really quickly into yeah. the next day. Like, it, yeah, it does. Like, it just moves along really well. Never a moment. Although I did drag a bit during the Emperor. I mean, he's great, but he chews up that scenery, and you're like, oh my god, it's so like, 
and lulls me to sleep. Was it <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's in, I'm in a theater. It's kind of I'm kind of getting comfortable. It's cool and <laughs> and, and you know, something something dark side, and you're just kind of falling. I, I was nodding off you know, a little bit. I have a theory about that. What? With when people fall asleep during movies. What's that? I don't think it's the movie. I think it's the music. Because Could I, be. I went to see. I went to the concert hall to the new music fest, and on the last performance of the last night, I turned around and fifty percent of the audience was sleeping. <laughs> But they didn't look. They were not upset. They were lulled by the sweet sounds oh. of, the, of the orchestral music that that was like an enchantress oh, who nice. put them to sleep. So I turned around and I looked and I sort of chuckled to myself. Like this would have been a funny shot to yeah. like post on TikTok or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think I think the the beautiful music of John Williams may that could have been may lull you, may yeah. hypnotize you. I mean, I, I find that uh, in the if it's in the it was afternoon too, which is also yes. for oh. naps. So I again, I just it's nothing against the movie. I just was not. I don't you know, sit through it as, as much as I used to be able to. Well, you've seen it five hundred times, have. and I was yeah. absolutely. I held myself back from saying it out loud, but I absolutely knew most of the dialogue by heart. Sure, because I've seen it so many times. Now I have to ask you: the last time I saw uh, Return of the Jedi in the theater, people laughed at inappropriate moments during okay. the thing because of the way the film has aged, including. Um, I think he says, uh, "Skywalker's here." I have felt him. Is that is that? And then everybody giggles. Everyone goes, <laughs> "No, nothing." You felt him. Nothing like that. Okay. All right. So there was nothing. Nobody laughed. Nobody. I don't think anybody laughed at any inappropriate times. People laughed when they were supposed to laugh. I think, and they were good. Yeah. They were all in. Yeah. When he, when Boba Fett slams against the thing and falls into the pit, people laughed. Did they laugh? Did they applaud? No. Did they applaud any? Did well, they no, because now, now they know what happens after that, right? That's kind of yeah. the cool thing about watching it now is that yeah. now we know what happens to these right. characters, to some of them anyway. Right. So I, I felt uh, it was really cool to kind of seal that. We find out that Max Rebo is a creepy little traitor who yeah. gets, somehow gets off the barge, make is not in the cantina when it blows up in Book of Boba Fett. He's a little – I think oh. Max Rebo – I think Max Rebo as a – I think he's got, he's got uh, to atone – for a few sins. Yeah, that they should give him his own series. I think Max We Rebo's. need to see what he was doing behind the scenes because he's clearly <laughs> involved. So that's interesting. Yeah. And also, um, was it a full theater? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I think so. I, I, but it was, to be fair, it was only showing in one theater. Uh, I can't remember what else was out that same weekend, but it was another big movie. What came out recently? Uh, I don't oh, know. Something. Not me. <laughs> this is how much I pay attention Oppenheimer? to Oppenheimer? Not that one full? Not that one, no. Was that full? <laughs> Uh, it was something else. Oh, it was the Guardian, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know, something. Anyway, uh, but there was one showing, like it only showed once every, like, and it was only showing at one theater in the city. So it was Polo Park. So we went down there and watched it, and it was perfect. And then we went to High's for dinner, and oh, that was very nice. Oh, wow. As well. Well, there you go. You saved the uh, the yeah. best for last. Can't <laughs> no, go sorry. wrong with High's. Not High's, not High's, Rain Jerry's. Rain Jerry's. Oh, well, that's for great dinner. too. Yeah, that's great too. They're both. Fine steakhouses yes, for different yes. reasons, probably, <laughs> but they're great. Yes, I oh. confuse them all the time. Well, so that's there you go. Like, that was my birthday. And you night. brought the kids there? No, 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 kids? no kids at all. Oh, just you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but <laughs> and, girl- and my girlfriend. Well, no wonder you had a good time. Yeah, uh, there's no kids. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I Very haven't done good. that. I haven't watched the original trilogy with them recently. I would say yeah. I probably forced them to watch it when they were little, but I use use the force, and by the force. <laughs> I mean, shove them in front of a TV. Now, speaking of kids, that's a good transition into the visions. But because I, I think that, honestly, I think that after seeing only a few of these visions um, episodes, it seems like kids are the audience for this. I I don't necessarily think so. No, having seen does it all get really it. like graphic? As, as, like, I don't I don't know what it was the, for, the ratings I, on these were. No, but. I don't think it gets graphic. But I do think you know there's mature themes in there. Let's mm. just say uh, you know it's not nudity or swearing or anything like that in the traditional sense, but things that would 
you know, make kids uh, potentially cry. A lot more. Instance. Are they all supposed to look anime-like? Is that the idea? No, um, no. I thought they were supposed to be different styles. These they look, are. Like, they these, are. Yeah, these look like anime. Some are stop motion. Now, I'll say, o- overall, I, ca- I think I like season one more okay. overall. This season is not terrible by any stretch. I did find uh, my attention wavering around the midpoint. Uh, and my favorite are the last three which I thought are very could have been full feature films. They're so good, uh, and the ones leading up to it uh, are are fine. Like I, I think if you watch them all in a row, you're gonna get tired. But I think if you watch one a day, that's just about right. Um, my main complaint about the season, and, I, and I'm curious about this. Now it almost seems like there are a few recurring themes, and what I want to know is, was this something? Like, does Lucasfilm say, your theme is blank, and then let's all explore that theme? Or was there just crazy coincidences across these different animation studios where they pursued similar storylines? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I think that they may have given them a theme. Uh, I feel like that – I certainly noticed that. Even just watching the first three episodes, I noticed a bit of a theme as far as, like, these being, like, Jedi – yeah. are they all Jedi stories? Jedi Sith. Yeah. And sometimes it's confusing which is which. Yeah. Uh, although the first episode was called Sith, so that's pretty yeah. uh, clear. But um, so that's, I mean, that, I just, you know, we do know that there's other things in the Star Wars universe besides the Jedi and the Sith. Like there could be other things that could be exploring there. Well, there's, so. there's not just, there's lots of Jedi and Sith. There's lots of lightsabers. There's lots of kyber crystals. So many kyber crystals. Yeah. So many kyber crystals. Um, and the, there's a theme of separation going on the theme of sacrifice separation and being and needing to separate yourself in order to become an apprentice of one kind or another right and i just think at a certain point i sort of started getting sick of that story well i i'm and i'm wondering yeah exactly and, and we've seen it as well in other forms of star wars uh now this seems to be taking place between like at the moment where after the empire's taken over and they're hunting down all the little jedi and there's people who have force powers and this is kind of um expanding that world a little bit right is that what we're trying to like this is about kind of all the different people who have the force and who are connected to the in some well, way none of this i i mean the classic is it canon no i don't think it is I don't oh think yeah any... no i wasn't saying yeah. that but i'm just wondering no, where these no. are supposed to take place within the star wars universe because they should think about that I don't think that that's necessarily nope. a concern. Oh, okay. I think I think they're they're just all doing their own specific takes on Star Wars. Some of it's more successful than others, um, and some of it I found it quite compelling. The last three I found to be quite compelling in terms of the ideas they had. But once again, the last one does fall into the. Oh, actually, I should say more than the last one falls into um, sort of that template that I've already talked about. But there's something about those last three that I just think they they just clicked a little more. Um, the one thing that I will say about all of them is the animation is stellar across across the board. Like the big idea on the first one, you know, using the force to create art. And so the animation matches sort of the art is kind of a cool idea. It all looks good. But I think at a certain point, it just there's a little bit of a sameness of approach. And I also think, uh, I don't know, like I hate to say 
is it indulgent, self-indulgent? At some at certain moments in this, it seemed a little bit like that, like it was made more for the animator than it was for the audience. Right. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's, I don't know, I'd, I'd need to watch it again. That might be an unfair complaint. Well, so this is the Aardman one from uh, um, same studio that did yeah. Wallace and Gromit, of course, and, and it looks cool. It looks It's cool to see Star Wars kind of depicted yeah. this way. We've never seen that before. It looks great, but once again, I thought they they like what we wanted or expected I think was Wallace and Gromit Star Wars and it really isn't that other than the way it looks well, the, it's claymation but it doesn't yes. look like Wallace and Gromit I would say it looks like Star Wars I think yes. it looks like Star Wars and it is and the anime once again just looking at it here it's fantastic you could look at any little part of this and say it's great but overall I was a little I was somewhat underwhelmed by this particular story Okay. Well, yeah, the story is another thing. I haven't watched this one yet, so I'll let you know when I actually watch it. Yeah. Um, I need. To, I think I probably need to watch these a second time because the first. I, I did find it hard to get into. Hmm. I found the first three to be a little bit. You've seen the first three, right? Yeah. Yeah, I found those to be a little bit challenging to get through, even though they were pretty short. I uh, well, I, the reason I said it was, it was aimed at kids because I also decided to watch another animated thing uh, on Disney Plus this though not this week last week oh, whenever no. I looked at this I checked out this uh, which is called the Young Jedi Adventures which is appears to be kind of like a Paw Patrol kind of a thing for very small children this is for preschool under five years old and it's a very cutesy version of Star Wars uh, interesting they're a little short they're only a couple minutes each. Is there a Star Wars that I will not watch? Yes, and I think it's this. It's this? Okay, you're not going to watch it? I watched it. I watched one episode of it. I'm not going to watch all of it. Um, but it's a, certainly an interesting well, take on it. I think what we're seeing is Star Wars being broken. Like, I can see a time in the near future. It's so niche now. So they're breaking it into different kinds of Star Wars for different kinds of fans. Right. And I even see it with the movies they've announced, like the Ray film. Who's that for? Not so much us. I don't I don't know anybody our age who's like, good, thank God, a Ray film. That's going to be awesome. You know, but but I know uh, people younger than us would be pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. So I just I just see it now being broken down by demo a little bit more than it used to be. That like Star Wars used to be for everyone, like like everybody would get in line for Star Wars. I don't know if that's the case anymore. Well, we'll have to see when they re- whenever they release the next movie, we'll have to see who's in line for it. Well, there will be a line. We'll have to see who's in the theater. Yeah, uh, who who pre books their their tickets. Um, I think they're trying to hook them while they're young. I think they're trying to follow the tobacco industry and just hook them, get the kids because there's nothing like we had. We had Star Wars. We had the actual Star Wars movie to hook us when we were young. Yeah. That whole thing got us, and then it did it again in the uh, for the prequels, and that probably did it again for some. A lesser degree for these sequels, so yeah. they're just trying to kind of keep that momentum going and keep building Star Wars that young kids can engage with, and hopefully they graduate from there to Clone Wars, and then to Rebels, and then to what was that other one, Resistance, yeah, uh, <laughs> and then full up to Visions is the grown up cartoons, and then maybe they can actually watch Star Wars. Yeah, but everybody your age keeps telling me that their kids, uh, their kids don't like Star Wars. I just I hear some that kids endlessly. Do. Some kids do, some kids don't. They're not going to like it because their parents like it. They're going to like it because they like it. That's. I'm not trying to force it on anybody. Yeah. So parents who say that I think are just disappointed because they don't like, look at Star Wars, it's awesome. Their kid's like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Not my thing. No, that's it's okay. not. Yeah, right? but, but Star Wars shouldn't be like Bruce Springsteen. Right, you know what I mean? Like, young people, like, I do that thing in class every year where I name one song by Bruce Springsteen. And, like, this year was the first year that the person did, not surprisingly, because this person loves classic rock. But most years they're like, I don't know. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, they, they can't. It's very difficult. And uh, even, like, when there's big songs like Born in the USA. But Star Wars, I noticed this year, 
my students were, I had them do an assignment in class, and they were more inclined to kind of go, yeah, it's this niche thing for, like, uh, old people, uh, retro thing for old people. Like, they really don't, like, there's a, you know, there's some exceptions to that rule, but I don't think they think of it, even though it is one of the biggest, most dominant entertainment franchises on planet Earth, there's still a weird kind of... Uh, uh, it's not for me kind of vibe okay. among uh, younger I, people. I do think there's, yeah, there's definitely like, oh, people who say, oh, I've never seen Star Wars. Like there's a lot of people out there who would just like not even buy into it because they're just not going to. They yeah, they're care. proud of it. Yeah. It's, it's like people who hate the Beatles. They're, they're trying a little too hard to hate something that's we know to be good. <laughs> that's right. Like what else don't you like? Clouds in the sky? Cloudy? I hate clouds. I hate sand. I hate the sun. Anakin mm. Skywalker. There he go. hates all of it. He does. So yeah, that's I mean that's just part of it. But uh, you're right. I think that uh, it's it is becoming a bit niche. Uh, yeah. it, but I'm sure that's not what Disney wants. Disney wants to be mass no. uh, yeah. mass entertainment. So they're trying to kind of make it uh, make a little bit of Star Wars for everybody. Ah, interesting. And then of course they've got the Marvel machine still going, and that cranks out three movies a year, yeah. and that's still uh, they're getting that up again. Uh, we'll see what happens with the. Uh, well, I guess they're focusing on series, but uh, we'll did see. Did you see Guardians? Movies. I did not yet. No, uh, me neither. I haven't done. I mean, I meant to, but I've been d- just too busy. So I'll see it eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I do want to see it in the theater. It's a good. Those are good movies for the most part. I think. Yeah, I've enjoyed uh, the first one in particular. Yes. was uh, excellent when it came out as a sort of a appetizer uh, or a uh, what do you call it? Aperitif. What's the thing that pa- cleans it, your palate? And the moves bouche. <laughs> What's know. that? I don't know. <laughs> I just threw out a term. Is that the water you spray up your behind? <laughs> <laughs> or is that something else? You just went from one end of the body to the other. Okay, let's, okay. Whatever, whatever it is, that's what Guardians of the Galaxy was. It was a palate cleanser. Palate cleanser. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. All right. What else? Anything else we should talk about? Well, uh, okay. So there. Uh, visions. I oh guess? yeah, and I, actually, you reminded me of something, and that is, if you really wanted the Return of the Jedi experience, you should have got up at six in the morning, stood outside the theater all day long. And got in the longest line you could possibly form in order to enjoy it because that's the way I remember the original Return of the Jedi. Um, the lineup at Grant Park went out the front door. There's only one theater at Grant Park, went out the front door and all the way past McDonald's. McDonald's used to be part of the mall at that far end. And it went past McDonald's and looped back around the day that the wow. films were showing before you could buy advance tickets. Yep. And so it would just be like two at a time, two at a time until the theater was full and everybody just waited for the next one. So I skipped school that day to wait in line. I think I, I don't remember how many hours it was. It was tons. Like we find, And I think we finally got in at the 430 showing. Or something. There had been a showing before us. We all had to plug our ears and <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah. And there was a girl with a free Han Solo shirt. Like, you sitting outside stuff. the theater, hearing the whole movie play while you're no, waiting to get it. No, you couldn't hear. The, oh, okay. No, no. But uh, we were, in fact, they made you wait outside the front doors. You weren't allowed to be in the mall. Oh, okay. The security would come and go. Oh, but okay. you had to plug your ears for spoilers. Well, for, for when they came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they'd come out and be like, ah, I can't like, believe Darth Vader's Luke's yeah. father. <laughs> Just yeah. like in The Simpsons, right? Big bunch of talkers <laughs> coming out of there. Yeah. I can't so believe there was yeah. a second Death Star. So that's the one thing that's missing from the 40th anniversary. Yeah. Sort of the, the well, that anticipation. That is gone, I think, as far yeah. as. Well, I did, again, I didn't even know it was coming out. So there you go. There's that completely opposite experience yeah. for me. I just showed up at the theater and. Got my popcorn and watched the movie. That's what it's like now. It wasn't completely full. I will say it was not completely packed. There were still empty seats. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's, and for me, when I saw Return of the Jedi, it was a part of a birthday party. I was, I would have been seven. 
Mm-hmm. It was a girl's birthday party. Lindsay, her name was Lindsay Calvert, I want to say. <laughs> uh, and I gave her a strawberry shortcake toy. And then we all they piled this into cars, someone's car, a couple cars, and we went to some theater. I don't know what theater it was. Garrick? Maybe. Was it downtown? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no, mm. no perception no. of where I was going in the car. Uh, but we got to the theater, and I was in the front row, very front row, because there was no other room, nowhere else to sit. And I was looking up like this. You had to look up, because it's the way the yeah. theaters were made. And I was like, Princess Leia in a gold bikini right there in front of me for the two hours. It was pretty crazy. Some, Not She wasn't there for the whole two hours. <laughs> Some people say that the only way to fully enjoy a movie is to look up, it be, because <laughs> it makes the film more grand. And right. if you're at the same level as it, it just seems like everyday life. Yeah. And I think there's some truth to that. Somebody had a nickname for it on TikTok when I was talking about that. I can't remember what they said. Oh, yeah. It was the. It was like the... The net craning row or something. I don't care. Uh, he, had a, he had a name for it because you always look up like that. Um, the the gaping row. That doesn't sound right. All right, let's let's move on. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I had a garage sale story. Oh, yeah, Not a garage sale, but a uh, a family member was cleaning out yes. uh, a house, and she found uh, a carrying case, a classic Star Wars carrying case, like the kind that lots of kids had. Um, and and she wants me to sell this stuff on eBay, and I, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll sell it to just, if somebody wants to buy. I'll just sell it. To you them. want the, to sell it on her behalf, is basically right, yeah. right. And then I'll take twenty uh, percent and not tell her, <laughs> and then give her the rest. But she, but um, so I opened it up, and it um, it's notable for a couple of reasons. The first is, and it was not a full carrying case, so there's some empty slots, um, but it has the original card that came in the carrying case. It says, collect all 24 or whatever, and it's got the photos of the figures. I don't remember there being a card that said that. Um, so it's kind of cool that it's inside the box. Uh, and the the of the, the figures in the box are generally in good condition, but the, the do, does it have a weapon? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, is Does it have the right cape on? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, what? Oh, and uh, the lightsabers are damaged. Damaged oh. lightsabers across well, the board. Well, they were pretty flimsy, eh? Those yes. Because they wanted to make them go up. Yes. They had the thing where they had to slit up to make well, them look like And I think on. a lot of kids hated the fact that there was that little narrow pinpoint saber, and so they clipped it off. I think yeah. they actually- Yeah, or it just broke off. Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, yeah. And so there's that. But the, but the pristine figure that was in the box is the vinyl cape Jawa, uh, which uh, uh, has the original vinyl cape. It's got the gun. The figure is in excellent condition. Uh, it's out of the box, of course, but it's it's great condition. The last time I looked, and uh, it, it went it went for about two hundred bucks on eBay. But I looked now, and it's all over the place. And a lot, it, it seems like there's a problem with people selling fake ones. Oh, okay. So like that, that but this is this one is not fake. This one goes back to seventy seven. Or whatever, and it's uh, it's the right length, it's the right cape color. And so this right... is one like they they issued a vinyl cape and then they changed it to cloth, right? With, with subsequent releases. Right. So there's only one like line that has a uh, what do you call it when they release wave of toys? Yeah. What they say uh, there's only one wave that has the vinyl cape or, or a couple waves. Yeah, I think so. And I remember even just collecting them at the time, it took forever for that Jawa to show up. Like it was late in the game. Like even and the vinyl's still in good condition. It's not like yep, no, oh, good okay. condition. It's hey, it's a good figure. Huh. But the question is, how much is this figure worth? The question that everybody wants the answer to. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to. Search expired auctions, I think. Right. I haven't had time to do it yet, but I'm going to. Everything else in the box looks to me like classic five bucks a shot kind of thing. Like yeah. nothing. Flea market stuff. Yeah, flea find, market yeah. stuff is, I've seen a billion times. Any other from, figures of note? Any other characters that we like? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a Bespin Luke, so it's, it goes back to okay. Empire Strikes Back. 
Um, there is the gun for Bosk, but not Bosk. I remember the gun because it was very different. Um, there's a few. Um, there's like the so Hoth Soldier um, R five D four in in beautiful condition. So like fresh that might from, go for like when if you uh, list these individually, I would see something like that going for more just because he was featured in the Mandalorian. Should I sell them individually or as a lot? Well, I think you should try and sell it. Uh, t- I think you someone think so? might want to buy it together like that because there's something I think really cool about taking finding something like that. Probably hasn't been touched since some child finished right. playing with it and it's been stored away, and then you open it up and it's right there, and all the capes are mixed up and stuff. I think someone might would like to have it like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think that yeah, try and sell it like that and see what you can get maybe as well. Yeah, do. there's a few the Death Star droids in there, but his paint is chipped on his eyes. Okay. Like, like there, you know. But most there's a Boba Fett in nice. there, and he looks great. It's not the rocket firing backpack, of course. Of like course. it's not the billion dollar one, but no. it's it, you know, it's nice. It's a nice little collection of figures with uh, the jewel being the Jawa with the vinyl cape and that I'd card, say. that kind of description yeah. card, or whatever that has these. Yeah, said. that's cool that's too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. And you the have kid, did you take photos of it or anything? Have you posted? Um, this? Gosh, I should. You I should have post not them on yet. Instagram. Yeah, I just got my hands on it. Uh, in, in addition to five boxes oh. of my dad's old books, which nobody's collecting. I'm going to say right now, including <laughs> me. But uh, yeah, there's a horrible price to be paid with those Star Wars figures, and I was getting rid of five boxes well, of books that nobody wants. So Although I kept wanna. three of them. Okay. Including Roger Ebert's film review book of 1985. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like finding that kind of stuff. Yeah, when yeah. I look at, uh, when I go to the thrift stores and stuff and I go through the yeah. books, I like finding old, like, movie books that have little descriptions and maybe a little summary of, like, the yeah. reviews. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's got yes, how, many, how many stars a, he gave it? And... Yes. It's a collection of Roger Ebert's uh, reviews from that year. And it's, oh, uh, it's yeah. the full review, full written review I from think, the newspaper. I think it's, yeah, I think it's as he selects them. Like, the, so the book, he was still around then, of course. So the book is, like selected reviews of films as he, like ones that he likes for one reason or another and they range like they're not all great movies and they're not all terrible movies yeah. it's like a mixture of stuff cool I think in later editions he reviewed so many movies they couldn't it was almost like it became a year to year I well I, I started following an account on TikTok that was reposting old Siskel and Ebert reviews mm-hmm. and I, I really liked it for a while because yeah. I was like oh yeah this movie and this movie and I never got to see like everything they reviewed right because yeah. so, they're on for so long but it just kind of got tiresome after a while yeah. like I don't really want to watch that over and over and over again so I unfollowed them but I do like kind of seeing like, or maybe reading would be a better way of doing that hey and, and reading those yeah I mean Roger Ebert, Ebert won the Pulitzer Prize for his film reviews and he loved the Star Wars trilogy yeah he was like one of the champions. Oh, we it. should look up. You should look so, up Return of the Jedi when you get home. Oh, I will. Can, I will. We, we can talk about it on our next sure. podcast. Right. But I know I have fully intended to. I got all of this stuff yesterday, hey, oh, so cool. I wasn't able to fully go through it or give it the the look at look well, it deserved. Post uh, some photos yeah. of the uh, the Jawa on online so we can take I will. a look at that. And uh, yeah, it'll be. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll, I we'll see how much you, we'll keep an eye on that and see how much you get for it. Or not, yeah, maybe not exactly, but well, I'll see. And if somebody, um, you know, somebody might see it who wants to buy it, I would tend to sell it locally before I would well, post it's it on easier eBay. Easier to do it if somebody well, could just meet up or something rather than have to mail it or ship it somewhere. Well, like with that's e- kinda... And with eBay, I noticed that the shipping costs are through the roof, but rightfully so because right. when I used to sell stuff on eBay, I'd lose all my money on shipping. Yeah. Pretty much so, like, before you sell it there, you really have to figure out what am I going to – what's the envelope that I'm going to put this in her box? How much does it cost expediated? How much does it cost through regular mail? Like, get that together before you do anything because mm-hmm. it's going to be really expensive. So I get it. I know that it's expensive to ship this stuff, but, man, like – 
Um, it'd be easier if somebody locally wanted. I guess I could bring it to a collectible store too, but then you're going to get. Oh no, they'll lowball yeah. you. Get just sell it on Kijiji or something. Try Kijiji so? first locally, maybe, and then go from there. Kijiji will get you some sketchy guys too, but that always happens. Yeah, you always get the Kijiji sketch where they just don't show up, or they message you and then they demand that you come down on your price and then they don't show up oh <laughs> really like oh, yeah that? i've had horrible experiences see like with ebay i never really had that well, I mean, ebay is all done by mail you never talk to you never actually yeah. see the person so. with yeah i kind of like that with yeah. ebay i'd get the occasional person who uh it, they were they dragged their ass a little at sending the item out once you paid for it but I, a couple friendly reminders and you i do always get it i've never been hmm. ultimately screwed over on ebay but uh, I've been worried a couple times, but no, no. Some guy in Toronto, I remember, he's like, my my dog is sick. And my like, he gave me the full, it was like, like getting an email from a student. It was basically that. And I was like, okay, that's great. But I paid you for this. So are you going to send it or what? Yeah, I'll send it. Like, yeah, my mom's mad at me. But I was like, who, who bought who did I buy this from, you know? This is a teenager in his yeah, yeah. basement. <laughs> okay, I think that's it, eh? Nothing else uh, for Star Wars I news? think that's it for Star Wars. Oh, we uh, should Google. Let's Google. Oh, you're going to Google, Google. Just Yeah, let's, let's uh, I'm going to just Star Wars news just to see. I'll, maybe we should start ending the podcast with this just to see if there's anything new. What's new? And then click news. Oh, just see what comes up. This community event, Star Wars concert. Ooh, there's a Star Wars concert happening here. Is that here or somewhere else? Mm. Um, Nothing. Nothing? Nothing major. I mean, how about the classic? Uh, no, the classic Flipboard. Well, there's a classic like clone, um, or no clone. Uh, I just read the word clone on here. You know, clickbait stuff. We're not going to get into that today. There's nothing, nothing new. All right, no, it doesn't. We'll look have, like it'll it. come out like two hours after we finish recording. We'll have something. That we'll talk about. Well, this, here, well, here's a headline for you: Mandalorian season three's dumbest villain will return for Star Wars next show. Awesome, can't wait. The pirate, I'm sure. That's okay. The pirate. He's yeah, the I'm going to guess that that's who they're talking All right. about. Yeah, that's not, that's not news. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass.